Welcome to, once again, another Friday. I am Adam McNutt here on the Speaking For Him podcast alongside the host of the show, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you on another Friday. Here we are in the midst of July. It's Already. I believe that it's that uh, late in the year. I hope people are enjoying their summer. And we have a privilege today of welcoming into the studio my brother, Bartholomew Gamison, and I'm especially excited because we're talking about a, a new business which he has just launched in the last few months. So welcome to the show, Bartholomew. Welcome. Hello. How are you uh, doing? Uh, it's great to have you here, and one of the things that Speaking for Him has endeavored to do through this podcast is to help people, uh, Christian businesses and Christian ministries, to get some some... Uh, notoriety, some publicity through this little radio show that we do here. And so one of the things we like to do is to uh, find out from our guests how they came to have a personal relationship with the Lord. So could you tell us a little bit about your testimony, Bartholomew? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, Well, it kind of, you know, I grew up in a Christian family, obviously, and um, my, my, Dad really had this vision for having all his children to uh, to follow the Lord, and so you know at a very young age, you know, I started getting questions about you know, um, you know, do you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, and those types of questions. I know you and Matthew um, also both accepted Christ at a young age, I believe, and um, anyway, so there was a, a certain level of pressure there. And I think, you know, I, I don't remember if I was four or five, and I did, uh, I said a prayer and um, accepted the Lord as my Savior. Um, but, you know, there there was a, still a little bit of a lack of commitment in my life. And for for a few years, I actually, I struggled a lot with a lot of doubts about salvation. And then when I was, um, when I was about nine years old, I was at um, summer camp, and I really got this, got this, um, I don't know, like this, uh, I guess you could just say prompting that I really needed to not only just just say a prayer, but I needed to really dedicate my life to, to Christ. I realized that, um, you know, I, I had been told that, that we're, every man is a sinner, every person is a sinner, and we were born, born in sin, but I had to realize that I was a sinner, and that's when it really... Um, really dedicate my life to Christ and you know not my whole life hasn't been like totally dedicated to Christ from then on I mean there's been ups and downs but for the most part since then it's it's been I've been my walk with Christ has been growing so very good that's great you know we're all on a journey and sometimes we uh, go back and forth but God promises to be with us through all those ups and downs so the next question that I have for you is, what made you learn to cook and bake? For those who don't know, my my brother has a pretty extensive background in culinary arts, which we will get into a little bit later. But what made you want to learn to cook and bake for yourself? Well, actually, kind of, I don't know if you want to say a funny story or ironic a little bit. Um, you know, I we have a large family, and being the third oldest, um, and not having any sisters until the, the seventh one. Um, 
somebody had to do the cooking, and my my mom was busy doing other things, so I really just kind of took it over. Um, my, my my dad was really into baking, so I did a lot of that and helped him out with a little bit of that. And my mom said, well, if you can bake, you can cook. So I was kind of pushed into that. Uh, a funny story from my perspective is once I asked uh, BJ or Bartholomew the question, why did you decide to learn to go into learn cooking and go into culinary arts? And his response to me was, because I was hungry. <laughs> you know, I think that's a good summation of what he just yeah, said. Yeah, so, like I said, somebody's got to eat. Yeah, somebody's got to cook if you want to eat. So. <laughs> a little bit of Mr. Mom there for a little bit. Right? Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your educational and work background. Um, sure. Um, I, I was homeschooled and grew in, throughout high school, and, you know, before high school and even through, throughout high school, I did a lot of cooking and baking at home. And we, my, my mom and I took a video class um, about like tr- preparing food and um, planning, meal planning, and those types of things when I was in high school. And really got into um, what makes food healthy and those types of things. Um, when I graduated from high school, I really didn't have, I still didn't really, I mean, it wasn't something where I was like, I really want to do this. Um, it took me a while. I, I, I had about a year where I was like, I'm not sure what I want to do, but then um, through counsel from my parents and and um, just praying about it and really thinking about it myself and examining what, what I was interested in, I figured, why not? And so I went to um, Grandpa's Community College for, um, well, I, I actually well, I went there for three years to get my culinary arts degree and my culinary management degree, and then I... Um, I stayed on there and also went to Ferris, Ferris State University, got my business degree. So that was my education um, or my formal education, I should say. And then and then um, I had worked in I worked at a couple of places where I was in school. I worked at a camp uh, as a cook. I worked at a, a restaurant, a truck stop. And I worked um, and then after I graduated from, from college, I worked at a bakery, and I worked at a retirement living place for a little bit and did some different things. And then um, for five years, I worked for Goodwill Industries um, as a manager. Well, I started out as a supervisor, then a catering manager and a manager, and ran some food service contracts for them and different stuff. So I had a really good time doing that. I enjoyed, enjoyed it for the most part. And then... Uh, Last year, I decided that I really wanted to start my own business, and I had been at Goodwill for five years and didn't feel like I was really um, moving up that much. And I, I thought, well, I've always wanted to start my own business, and I just figured, well, the best time to do it is now. And so I left, um, I left Goodwill thinking, realizing that with the amount of time I was putting in there, I couldn't really start much else on the side, so... I think one thing that you said was very uh, important, and the principle was important to me, too, as I started speaking for him, was the best time to start something is now. We, we always say, well, maybe I'll start it tomorrow, or maybe I'll start it next month. Well, you know what? Then tomorrow and next month, they never come. So all we really have is the now. So, so the best time to start something is now. So if there's something that God has been... Uh, putting on your heart as, as 
this is speaking to those in the studio and also those who are listening uh, today. If there's something that God has placed on your heart and you're sure through counsel and prayer that it's the right thing, uh, don't waste. I think I wasted some time, and so I would encourage others not to do that and to surrender to what God has for them. Right, definitely. Uh, so why specifically did you start Bread for Life? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, I guess it goes back a little bit to when I when I started really thinking about starting a business um, about probably two years ago or so, and I really wanted to to get back to what I like to do, and I, I really I do like doing catering and serving people. But one of the things that stuck out to me was I've always really liked like baking, and and there's a lot of I mean there's there's a lot of bakeries. I mean you, there's even in Grand Rapids there's some good bread bakeries, but um, there's also a lot of bakeries there that do um, cakes and things and. I realized that bread to me is something that's very healthful and it's something that it's a little hard to do at home. Um, you know, it, it takes a, it's a, it's a longer process than making a cake. And so I really wanted to do that. Um, so last year, last summer I started selling some bread at the farmer's market and, and did, did decently well. It was just a small, just a small farmer's market in Howard city. And, um, then we went to the food conference, which um, was put on by Vision Forum, and it was something that you know that really spoke to me that that they were putting on. It was like um, something that I really really wanted to go to and was excited to go to. And then when we went, and to realize the interest that there is in in uh, in the food in general, and how and how food is made, and health, and to realize that there was like I don't know how many people, over a thousand people there. Wow! Just so just, they were there, they were interested in food, and then I started doing some research about it, a little bit of research about it, and um, decided to call my, to call my company Bread for Life um, because because just the biblical analogy of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ said, "I am the bread of life," not. And so I didn't want to use that because I, I didn't want to copy the scripture. Jesus is the bread of life. and But the, the I just thought bread for life. I love the word life, and it just it resonated with me. Well, and I, I think that it's very interesting because the bread that my brother makes is very dense, very healthy, very rich in nutrients. And so... It took me a little bit to get used to eating some of that bread because I'm used to the fluffy, <laughs> white bread or not, stuff like not that. Not full of health. Yeah. <laughs> type of bread. Even what we consider whole wheat mm -hmm. in the supermarket is generally full of a lot of air and filler that's not as healthy as some of these homemade from scratch breads. And I'll I'll let him get into that in just a minute. But first of all. My next question for you, Bartholomew, is what is the main mission of Bread for Life? What do you hope to accomplish? Um, well, our mission is to provide resources for people to enjoy, or my mission is to provide resources for people to enjoy good, healthy, life-giving bread. And I, I do have a blog that I have, and um, just and and also just to, in the wider ecological, holistic food system and trying to um, do my part to get people back to 
I don't know if I want to say biblical, but back to a, a better way of living, you know, because we've gone so far away from it with, um, like you said, white bread. Um, you know, they take everything out of the bread, then they add um, vitamins back to it and call it Wonder Bread. And uh, it's a wonder, all right. <laughs> I've never been into it. Yeah, so um, just just doing my part to get get back to that type of a system where food is is local and fresh, and it, it gives you joy and is not just a, a, a commodity. Adam, do you have a question for Bartholomew? I do. And real quick, a kind of uh, comment, too. That's interesting how you say that about back in the Bible days, because that's all they had. I mean, right. they just had flour and pretty much the little, I forget what they're called, like kilns or something like that to make the bread. And that was it. So I think that's cool to kind of go back to those rootage, rootage days. Now, one of the biggest questions of all we could ask on this podcast is, did you bring any samples? Because that's what I'm wondering about right now. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's all like, uh-oh, he's sweating over here. But, uh, no, you know, I'm interested. What kind of uh, what kind of products besides bread do you have, like, specifically? Tell us a little bit more about your products. Um, yes, yeah, right now I, I am trying to focus primarily on on bread. Not, and I don't do cakes. Um, I, I I told my mom that I would do cookies if, if that was something that I had time to do. Okay. Um, but... All of our bread is it's bread it's whole wheat bread and it's sour and a lot of it's sourdough. I do do some that's not sourdough, but all of it's fifty uh, percent or more whole wheat. Wow. Um, there's the hundred. I have a hundred percent whole wheat sourdough, which I don't know anybody that sells that. No. Um, in Grand Rapids, and um, I do. I have like a hundred percent whole wheat bread that's just a loaf bread, and then. I do. Um, I've been selling it a lot at the farmers market, and a lot of people there like the sweet rolls. So I do have a few of sweet rolls. I have some. There's some ginger walnut rolls that a lot of people like. They aren't. You know, they are overwhelmingly sweet, which is, you know, and they have like a candied ginger. So they do have some sugar in it, but it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna kill your diet. It's okay. not like a cinnamon bun. It's it's, <laughs> it's like a regular roll of bread with sweetness on top. And that still right. sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds really good. And I would say that for me, I, I liken getting used to this type of bread kind of to adjusting from milk chocolate to dark chocolate. Just going a little um, healthier and healthier direction. Yeah, they're both good, but, but they are, there is a difference. And when you first start eating it, it might not be uh, what you're used to, but it's a very right. nice and end result. And I do so. have one bread I call, I've, I call it Step Into the Water Bread. Because it's it's like it's like sixty percent whole wheat flour and like forty percent white flour and it's a oh wow it's a pretty light light whole wheat um you know it's it's comparable at least to what you'd buy you, you might buy in the store I don't usually I don't add gluten to it so it's not quite as spongy okay but it is uh it's a good bread to try to to start out if you're not really used to eating whole wheat um, I also want to mention that I do have um, a weekly bread club that you can get if you get on my website and I'll the website is www.buybreadforlife.com and I'll give it out at the end as well. But um, then you can see that I have I have a, I have a list of all the breads that I make every week on there, and so you can look at that and order bread ahead of time, and um, 
just a, and I, I will deliver if you're, you know, within a, a pretty good driving, a decent driving distance from where I'm at. So, um, I'm pretty sure that since I come out to the studio on a regular basis, <laughs> Adam, that we can make arrangements for you right. on there. <laughs> yes, I think you so too. It's manageable. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just really enjoying it, and you know, hoping to, as much as you know, trying new things and. Um, like I said, the best thing is just to get on the website and look at it there because I could go on and on about all the different products I, I sell. Very good. All right. Well, we really appreciate having you in the studio today, Bartholomew, and we just want to ask you one final question, which is do you have a favorite Bible verse? I do, um, and it's it's kind of a, a verse. It's kind of a, one of, I guess I would say a life verse that I, I kind of, when I was in high school, um, probably, I don't know if I was a junior or senior in high school, I, I, probably a senior in high school, and I had never read the Bible through, and so I just, um, you know, I decided that it was good to, to start reading it through, and so I started reading it through, and this verse really stuck out to me at that time. Um, and I'm going to read it here out of the King James Version. It says, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. And this this verse is there's so much kind of wrapped up into it because um, I think that you know we, we I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna think of myself as a speaker really, but I can speak what God tells me to speak, and I can do what God tells me to to do, and. And then there's the the aspect before that where it says, say, say not, I'm a child. And we so often we discount what what the gifts God's given us. And we want to say, well, we aren't worthy or we aren't, we aren't able. We don't have the skills to do certain things. But, again, we can do what God tells us to do. And what was the reference for that, Bible verse? Uh, Jeremiah 1.7. Jeremiah 1.7. Well, thank you very much, uh, thank uh, Bartholomew, you. to wrap up. Um, make sure that you go to www.buybreadforlife.com and I will post that website on the Speaking for Him Facebook page so you will have that resource available to you. Check out the healthy breads that are there and may God bless you. And more importantly than your physical bread, may you be relying this week on the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Amen. For the Speaking for Him podcast, this is Andrew Gomison saying... Have a great weekend and keep serving the best of men.